Hello, welcome to Yellow Pod Sessions, the show where I ask adults the questions my dad asked me as a kid. This week's guest is Brigham Snow. Brigham Snow is an actor and most known for um, his role as Caleb in the podcast The Bright Sessions. Um, he plays a 16-year-old empath with problems. Uh, it's actually a really great show. Check it out. Um, that's it. Let's start the show. like hello Caleb yeah yeah no that's that's totally how we started it where it was I mean we were recording it in Lauren the creator Lauren Shippen in her bedroom and it was super low maintenance it was like just these therapy sessions and then like as the seasons went on we got a little yeah fancier and and broke out of it but um it's funny I was just thinking about this the other day where uh, when I was growing up, like what you're talking about, my parents would go to the library and take out, uh, like old cassette tapes of, uh, like George Burns, like Gracie Allen, right, Abbott right. and Costello, and I'd fall asleep listening to radio shows. So it's been this sort of Whoa. weird, I've been doing podcasts for like a few years now, but it's just been in the last year that I was like, oh shit, I grew up listening yeah. to this. It's kind of a cool, like. It's all cyclical. Yeah. Like kids gathered around the like radio in like the 1920s listening <laughs> Little to- Little <laughs> Annie, you know, yeah. <laughs> Drink your oval teen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So, it's great though. I mean, it's and how? So you've been doing that for four. You got four seasons, right? Yeah, four seasons in three years. I think it was, cool. and we're doing a series of like spinoffs and and some new stuff with it. So that's it's rad. Been, it's and been wild. You play Caleb. Caleb. Yes. Caleb. That's Caleb's last name. Uh, Michaels. Michaels. And Caleb an Michaels. Yeah. New start with an M though. Yeah. Football playing, uh, yeah, empath. yeah. I love that, dude. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, listen, I was. I mean, I, I like found the your first episode, and I was oh, just, cool. And I was just like, listen, it's like you know, sixteen year old kid. I'm like, and how does that make you feel? And yeah. I was like, I fucking love this idea. Yeah, it's yeah. such a brilliant idea. It's like that voyeuristic thing that we yeah. have in oh, us that we're just like, hundred percent flying a wall. Yeah, like listening in on that shit. For sure, it's just a brilliant idea because I just love how the reveal of it too. Of like, sure, yeah, like it just it, it leads you in. It's done really well. And it's like it's one of those things. that's like it's such a simple idea. And in, in that, it's like so easy to accomplish. Just like again, like you said, the two of you in a room. Yeah. And but like being able to explore, like I don't know. Yeah, I love it's, it. it's it, fun. a lot of like fans of the show would talk about it. Like um, it's like if X Men weren't out saving the world and they were just dealing with like their feelings. <laughs> and I love that. I love I that love entry that point. Too. Yeah. Yeah. The movies would be a lot less exciting. A lot less exciting. But <laughs> like, like the, the like the trailer would be more like the slow piano, like be produced by like A twenty four and so Logan. Like, what's wrong with you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just. <laughs> I've been healing myself. <laughs> so now how many how many main characters are there like that you have like that they do stories of? God, there's like I mean there were three it's expanded to yeah. Yeah, there were like three core patients and then it expanded to a whole bunch of different characters. Um I'd say maybe the cast is like a tight 10 with yeah. people sort of coming in and out. Um but uh yeah, as the sort of like as we shifted from therapy sessions and we were going out into like different environments and and playing with the format a little bit more, we got um, some more characters. So. Super tight. Yeah, it was fun. It's super fun. Yeah. Well, we've started. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah, you <laughs> tricked me into, yeah. <laughs> into doing. I mean, that was yeah. Nothing was revealed. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Brig and Snow. This is exciting for me because 
everyone I've had on this podcast is like someone I have deeply known for 15 years. And now I'm branching out. Wow. We know each other. Yeah. But this, I mean, we dated questions. for really a couple of months. <laughs> like we were, I mean, we it. were hooking. I think to think we were just hooking up. Yeah. But, but you know, using you yeah. for what I need. That's right. Yeah. I'm okay. You know, How do you feel about that? You know, I don't know. You flipped the script on me too early. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. This is over. Um, yeah. So uh, we just talked. About, I was about to like rehash everything we just talked about. So bright sessions, like we just did that. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna jump into some yellow pod, and I'm sure we're gonna be end up talking more, some more bright sessions, some more Caleb, some more all of it. Sure. Um, but I just, it's time for me to really get to know you. Wow. The real, the real, the real Brigham Snow. Feeling vulnerable. That's, you should. That's, uh, I hope you're ready for that. Damn. All right, Brigham Snow, your yellow pad, yellow pod session. The first question for you. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite color? Ooh. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> yeah, get ready for 31 more of those, Damn. buddy. All right. Um, green. Oh, uh, sure. It's classic. Yeah. Classic. I remember, like, always loving that color. And I remember at one point, like, being a... A shithead about it because I think I read somewhere when I was a kid that smart people their favorite color is green. I already <laughs> like green, Boom. so I owned it and I was like, "Yeah, I'm smart. That's right." I don't even freaking know. This is stuff that we take on as kids. Yeah, you know? I think that's also would have been good enough for me as a kid. Like, I mm. don't know. It, I, it's hard for even to say. <laughs> like that question actually stumps me because I'm like, I don't know. But if yeah. I had read like green means you're smart, but cool, that's it. Sold. So you don't green. have a favorite color? I don't know. Like I, my go-to was always. I was having this conversation with uh, with Natalie, who I had on uh, last week. Was I would say green, just because I think it's just been my default answer. Yeah, but I don't. I don't mean. I guess like I'm wearing. I got some green on. I guess. Yeah, that makes me feel. Looks good, good on you. I feel good. Yeah, you know I love green. Yeah, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> fantastic. Oh uh, yeah, green. So yeah, I guess you know, great. I think, like, growing up, I think a lot of my friends had like their favorite color was like blue and it was like sure. such a guy thing right and i always felt kind of like i don't, I don't even know <laughs> it seemed like too on the nose yeah, yeah i don't yeah. know we gotta be different man yeah you know i was broing out to blue Who cares yeah, yeah. good green <laughs> you know what i mean all right cool green uh next question for you what is your number one goal hmm. <laughs> <laughs> these were questions that were read to you as a kid dude this are like when I was like, like they get outrageous. I'm, I'm. That's another reason I'm excited for you to like, because I know you, you don't know all the questions. Yeah. Your way. And I, I feel like as a kid, my answer would have been something of like, oh, you know, just go home and eat bagel bites and like watch some TV. Yeah. That's my goal. My dad would be like, sick. Um, which actually, now that I think about it, it's kind of sad because probably lines now. <laughs> probably the are same you about to goal. tell me your number one goal is yeah. to go have bagel bites um, at home? God, it'd be so amazing. Uh, I think my number one goal is to. Be creatively fulfilled. Okay. Uh, and to, yeah, that sounds a little too internal. I think uh, creatively fulfilled, but be able to have an effect on someone in the way that certain actors or movies or songs affected me when I was growing up. Okay. Um, sure. What yeah. what what kind of what movies and shows were were those like growing up that like got you? It was always the, like movie musical classics okay like to where i would see an actor and I, I remember even as a kid like actively thinking this like wow that guy he's like immortal like i'm watching this as a kid yeah. decades decades past when it was made and i'm loving it and it's an effect it's affecting me so i think there's an element i just want to be an immortal highlander i think at this point 
Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a great goal. That's all I need. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I will never die. No, that that is true. I mean, that is a mind blowing experience. There, there are certain movies like, like, I guess I had the same similar feelings of watching like Three Amigos. Oh my god, was my movie growing up. Oh my like, god, every day I watched it, and it was a taped recording from TV. So like, I also have memorized like weird ass commercials that yes. were from like that era. And like I used to, I used to watch the movie, and I would, then I'd put on a big sombrero. I'd take my toy gun, and I would run around like pretending I was Dusty Bottoms. That is amazing. Like every day. Also, that movie is oh. amazing. But I mean, we can talk some singing bush if you want. Oh to. my god! <laughs> is that a male plane? Can you see the little balls? balls? Oh god! The movie is so perfect. A plethora. Would you Could say? <laughs> No, I, going off of like stuff taped off of TV, the one one movie that I wore out off of, uh, I think it was on TBS, and we're like remembering the commercials, was Austin Powers, and being okay obsessed with, the- with it. But it was the TV edit, yeah. So it wasn't even like the really raunchy full on edit because my parents at the time wouldn't allow me to like watch right the real Austin Powers. Sure. So. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I had that experience of just watching stuff taped off of yeah. television. Well, and it blew my mind. Like, I finally, like, I remember when I got, like, a Blu-ray player, I was like, oh, I'm going to get Three Amigos. Mm. And I watched it, and I realized that there are scenes I had never seen because <laughs> they were, like, edited for yeah. time. Yeah, So, like, like, Chevy Chase trying to eat a taco. Yeah. I never saw that. Until like until I like three years ago, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's so crazy!" It was like seeing deleted scenes. Oh, like, so good. I dove right back in. Ugh. How do you like your wings? How do you like your bat? That's <laughs> 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 uh, so good. Uh, all right, cool. So I like that's a great goal. Yeah, I'm creative fulfilled. You want to yeah. reach out and touch someone? No, I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that covers it. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> all right. Uh, what is your favorite vacation place? Um, vacation like I don't know if like a specific place but a I really dig the shit out of cruise ships like like in a big way yeah Um, and I know it's not for everyone but I love getting on a ship and having to like power down and have like Meals are taken care of. Oh, yeah. Everything is there. Oh, yeah. Days at sea are like, I prefer those to like the excursion yeah. days where I'm just like, I just want to exist on this floating prison. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> but like, just like, yeah. you're just trapped on there. And I love the idea of like, well, I'm here. So I'm just going to like eat and drink. Yeah. And basically be a, a baby for a little bit. It is yeah. so fun. It's so good. And the, I've went on, I've been on two. And one, I was like a little bit young. I was kind of in that age between. Like I was too old to do the little kid stuff, and I was yeah. too young to go like do the big kid stuff. So you went and to I, the and tween I, club, yeah, and then I got like an ear <laughs> infection. It was like a, it was just like it was the worst version of myself. <laughs> but then I went on one like right, was it, I guess it was right after college, and I had like my own room, oh. and I was with my family who would like they were like married, so everyone like I I don't I've ha- I still haven't seen that clay since yeah, but I met a clay there, me a oh. version of myself that like kicked ass. Oh, that's so good. Like I owned everything like i was i remember i was like single and i was like go to the bar and being like like make her that that like some you know ridiculous woman who would have scared me to death otherwise i'd be like make her something well, nice and then be silent, and then i'd look over and just be like wink at her and there's like like i was shift. like who am i there's a shift that happens because you get on the ship and everybody's 
getting their bearings, yeah. learning how, and then like halfway through the trip, you know the ins and outs of the ship. So oh, yeah. you walk around with that sort of like cocky, like this is my kingdom. Hell yeah! And it's, and yeah. and everybody knows that like we have we all have these few days together. Yeah, and then we're never gonna see each other yeah. again. Which is just a cool so like, alchemy. Yeah. So like yeah. everyone just acts crazy and yeah. weird and like is open to everything and like defenses are down. Yeah. Like oh my god, that clay was fun. Oh, he, so I, good. I'm glad I'm not. I wish I could him. meet that clay because it's going to cruise, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> where where did you cruise or where have you cruised? I've done uh, like Bahamas with my family when I was living on the East Coast, but then That's we right. did like my grandparents did like a fiftieth anniversary to Alaska, like an Alaskan oh, cruise. Oh, was that amazing? It was, it was so, so good. Yeah. Um, and my fiance, James and I, we did uh, like kind of the dinky carnival cruise that goes to like Mexico and like Catalina Island. And yeah. it's like a few day thing, but like, it doesn't matter what style cruise we're even talking about for our, our uh, uh, honeymoon doing uh-huh. a transatlantic cruise. Cause oh. it's the most days at sea, oh. the most opportunity to reenact Titanic. <laughs> Uh, like literally, yeah, like, literally, like sink literally, and die. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or like hook up in an old car. If if that, you guys, yeah. if it does sink, do you promise <laughs> that you'll find a big thing to float on, but only one of you will get on? Yeah. Okay. Let yeah. the other one die. Absolutely. <laughs> it's how it's done. <laughs> and then paint each other naked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm rooting for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should. That's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, cruise ships. I do. Dig. I will say yeah. about cruises, one thing that's amazing is like when you're getting there, everyone's like, hello, welcome. And they yeah. pretty much like carry you like to your bed. And then the day you're done, like they throw your shit Get off the, the yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I remember like couldn't find my suit and and like yeah. and then I go to a pile of luggage yeah. and then it's like literally like the hangers broken and I was there and like I'm like hello and it's like the like, fire they're like Get out luggage. of the way it's and then like, like, <laughs> they're like meanwhile they're like carrying new people on board it was like oh okay yeah. They're done with you. Yeah, Yeah, they use you. It was a one night. It was a one week stand. (laughs) Yeah, they're done with you. They want their next. I was like, you know, and and, and honestly, rip the bandaid off. You know, Mm. I don't want a slow pull. Let's. It's over. You don't want a slow pull. But it's (laughs) how slow. Sorry, this is where I'm going with this. I'm realizing (laughs) it's okay, man. We got 30 more questions. (laughs) Let's keep it up. Um, All right. Uh, Next question is: What is your number two goal? For it to pass easily. Has anyone made that joke on here? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, number two goal. Really, that was a qu- that's a question. Yeah, and so, it's separated. I love how number one goal and number two goal are separated by, by favorite vacation. I know. Place. I thought we were done with the goals. No. I was. I was feeling it's a, safe. It's a curveball. Maybe it's, it's a gotcha question. <laughs> it, it, yeah, yeah. He, my, my dad's still getting them. <clears throat> Damn, He's getting everyone. Uh, number two goal. Uh, <laughs> I really, I'm really excited about having my own family. Yeah, that really yeah. excites me. Yeah. Like I, I want some like scrappy kids to like just play with. Hell yeah, um, and keep alive. But sure, but you know, yeah, help survive, teach, yeah, yeah. Play with. It's great. You know, uh, no, I'm super excited for that next phase. Yeah, in life, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah, I love being an uncle. So I'm around the little ones, and now they're getting to ages where like the oldest is about to be in his first play. Oh, cool! And he's like stoked, and he's like made for it. He's just hugely creative. That's awesome. Really goofy and silly, yeah. and he's like the youngest. But they're doing Mulan, and he's like the scrawny, silly soldier. Yeah, he's like that guy, That's and he's awesome. just and apparently he's just kicking ass. That's so and good. So, it's like so you get so do proud. That it's oh, like yeah. I freaking I love that. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I, so I can't imagine. So like as an uncle, I love it. I can't imagine the the difference of being the parent. Well, it's so it's so interesting cuz I feel like it's a it's a 
gay rite of passage to be like the uncle. I feel like everyone has like a gay uncle or a fun gay, a gunkle or whatever. So I've been so used to being an uncle and, you know, having fun with the kids. But I can't wait to have one that I get to like full on screw up. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that you're responsible, like what you know, pick up from jail, and yeah, sail out, yeah, exactly, yeah. find drugs and get mad at them. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a good like you're mad at them voice? Oh, I'm mad at. See, I see. That I can get very low. Yeah, and like I, I, I that that's the thing is like I want, I can't wait to have kids to like have fun with, but I also like don't put up with kid shit very well. No. Perfect. So I'm very curious how this will be because w- whenever I'd like be babysitting my cousins or anything and they'd be like doing stuff that I told them not to, it was puzzling to me that they were doing a thing that I told them not to do and yeah. it would frustrate me. <laughs> and I wasn't always very constructive. I was like, stop, right. stupid, stop it. And my brother who would be like watching <laughs> no. them as well would be like, all right, let's channel that energy into like, so yeah. Hey, stupid. Yeah. Stopping dumb. I'll just name my kids stupid for <laughs> ease. So I don't know if I, yeah. Oh my God, you're stupid already snow. a terrible dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Long tradition. Uh, he's actually stupid junior. Stupid junior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm working on my, cause like as an uncle who's just fun, I'm a big jungle gym. Yeah. Like when they are doing something wrong and I'm like, hey, they're like, they look at me and then they all laugh. Yeah. So I'm like, God damn it. Like I have to, so they, you have to establish. So they don't take it seriously. Cause no. I would have thought my, like growing up anytime the fun older figure got serious, I woke up. You're like, whoa. I was like, whoa, whoa okay. This has changed. That's, this is new. I'm getting, yeah. I'm working on the voice. So like yeah. I can be like, Hey, but I'll be like, Hey, whoa, what are you doing? Knock it off. Okay, you don't you knock it off. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. See, pretty good. That'll get them, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're nervous. Damn. Oh my God, yeah, take some water. Jeez. Jesus Christ. I don't like that, Clay. <laughs> I like your Phil's coffee. Phil's coffee kicks It's the best. Well, how do you do it? This one is a filtered soul. So that's like hazelnut, Ooh. whatever. And uh, I do it creamy cream. Okay. Medium sugar. Okay. And I ask them to put cinnamon in the filter. Hey there. Phil's is life. Like oh. a lifestyle, because oh. I I open oh. up. I do uh, silk and soul. It's a mix, yeah, and sweet and creamy, and mm. it's just it's so. Oh my god, it's so so. It's good. so good. Yeah, like I get one before every podcast, and it used to be that I thought I was doing a podcast, but it's really I'm just want fills. Yeah, you just and need so a reason. I, I, I don't even think I'm recording. Great, <laughs> great. I'm just here to time. Yeah, <laughs> it is so fucking good and like to the point where yeah victoria and uh and i like we get like the pour over like we i got her or my parents for for christmas got her like a pour over coffee oh cool and so like she makes these now oh like brown sugar and like this and, and like, that and like victoria it's is super freaking good. talented with Hell that shit yeah anytime i've eaten anything that she's made i'm like holy shit yeah <laughs> me I too just, i just look at her i'm like yeah i love you yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks you provider <laughs> The caveman in me is like, good coffee. <laughs> it makes up for all of her other character deficiencies, really, truly, right? Am I right? No, uh, no she doesn't have any. <laughs> no, but I, I literally like am the caveman. Like, if I'm if I'm making coffee, yeah. I make like shitty coffee, like two water or something at home, and I have it black. Yeah. And like when she makes me coffee, it's like, it's like it's fills. It's always the person that like, loves oh, you shit. that like makes it better. It's like a sandwich always tastes better when someone else has made it for you. Oh yeah, because I make it. There and it's, is love in it. There is. Where when you're making it, it's just like you're just trying to survive. Yeah. Live. <laughs> yeah. I very like whenever yeah, I like cook like for tool. myself, it's like it's just so I can like not die later. Right. <laughs> 
Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like gnawing on leather. Yeah. And she's like making me a roast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. So good. Um, all right. That was a kick ass number two goal. All right. Here's a good one. Your favorite weird person. Hmm. That's really. That's really the that question. That's a tough question. <laughs> it's very up to interpretation, you know? Oh, damn. That's really, really hard. Um, <laughs> Can you imagine six-year-old me trying to eat pancakes while my guy's, my dad's asked me that? It's so, it's so heavy because favorite, I if, if I was to pick the one that popped into my head, I wouldn't want favorite to be like an endorsement of that person. I think it's just <laughs> I'm more fascinated with what surrounds that person. I would say the, the person that popped into my head was Trump. Sure. I see what you mean. Yeah. Right, right, right. Where, and then I think it sort of went in my brain to like any person that wears like a MAGA hat. Right. Is maybe my favorite weird person. Not because right. of all of the terrible things that of they're course. amplifying, but just because I'm so fascinated by how it's gotten <laughs> it's, away from us. It's the same fascination yeah. that I have with spiders. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. I am terrified of spiders mm -hmm. i can tell you a lot about them because yeah. i'll like google them and freak myself out yeah and, like you're just fascinated by what you scares you and yeah. you don't understand so i think it's the same type of fascination that i have with trump and maga idiots it's it just it's so it, it it takes so much work for me to understand to even get halfway to understanding oh, what yeah. it is it's, um, it's hard i mean and this is coming from Caleb, the empath. Yeah, you can't empathize with these guys. No, that, I don't understand. Yeah, like I, there's a yeah. there's a misconnect. So, so I'd say like favorite weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Thank God this isn't recorded. I'm an idiot. <laughs> no, I, I think like saying favorite means I'm just fascinated by right. this phenomenon. I'm horrified by it. Of course. Um, but like, holy shit, that guy exists, dude. Like, he is a fucking blonde carrot. Yeah. And he is our the president of the United States. Like it is crazy. If, as long as we don't all die, yeah. this is an endlessly fascinating time to be yeah. alive. Like, it's like the the, the history um, of our country right now and like what people will read about and like the impact of this is we're living in a outrageous period bonkers. of human history. The the best thing I heard about it was that that John Mulaney bit about the horse in a hospital. Did you hear this? No, Where literally he doesn't comment on Trump, but he's like living right now it's like there's a horse in the hospital. He's not supposed to be in here. And he's just wandering around and he's saying, you know, sometimes you realize that the horse used the elevator and you're like, I didn't know he could do that. <laughs> and he said, like, the, the scariest days are when you don't hear from the horse and you're just <laughs> and you're kind of like darting around and look. It so encapsulates like how I feel about this time right now, because yeah. I. I thought I got a handle on like what the world was like when I was growing up or like I understood maybe the parameters of how far people can go with stuff and everything. Yeah. And now everything has just been flipped on its head that yeah. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm 30 years old. I don't understand anything. There are crazy, oh, yeah. terrible things happening. Oh, yeah. And I'm just trying to feed myself a sandwich so I don't die. <laughs> like that's where I'm at right <laughs> now. On leather. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. uh, it is. Again, if if we are able to survive this, I think that, and I hope, like, if trying to be as positive as possible, yeah. is that, like, okay, the idea of democracy and the way you hold democracy on a pedestal and cat, all of this stuff has been shattered. Yeah. It's, if, if you ever needed a, like, 
a lesson in how fragile yeah. that our way of life is oh, and how sure. it can all be gone real fucking quick. Yeah. Like we're experiencing it. So hopefully it's the type of thing where like now younger generations are like, oh shit, like we got to vote. We got to change things. We got to be a part of this because we can't let that orange thing ever happen again. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully we pick up the pieces and we come back and we're like never again come out of this stronger one yeah. day. Again, as long as he doesn't like kill us all. For sure. I mean, we're capable. Of. Yeah, we could all be in the bad timeline. We could, and it's die just going to get worse. Right now, no. Okay, we survived. She's now. trying to do the Thanos thing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's it is a he is he, the whole thing is shocking, shocking. I really want you to edit this episode where you snapped, and then it just goes silent for about ten seconds. <laughs> oh, I can do that. <laughs> oh, I can do that. <laughs> Half of us still here. You're just asking questions to no one. <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> People come find me just by myself. Everyone dead. Um. All right. What is uh? What's your favorite book? Uh, I would have to say. I wish I could say something like super meaningful, like the things they carried or no. Great Gatsby or something. I'm gonna go for Jurassic Park, 100. percent Sick. That's you know I never read the book. It is so damn good. And here's the thing: I read it after being a fan of the movie sure. for a, a sure. long time. And after reading it like multiple times, and like even listening to the audio book, like really, really loving it, I'm convinced that the movie can be as great as it is. Live in the way that it is. I want to see a mini series built out of the book. I'm surprised they haven't. There is so much in there and it's so detailed and so interesting. And they take from that book for the other movies too, uh, right. like stuff on, on the beach. And I think the second movie, uh -huh. um, it's just so there's, there's a whole adventure like down a river in the book, um, on like a raft and it is so good. Oh man. I'm, I'm pumped. So, so good. Who did the audio book? Do you know? Do you remember who who reads it? Ah, uh, no. But was, I, I but was he or she forget. just awesome though? Yeah, he he was unbelievable. Okay, cool. Because I love I, I am not a huge reader. Yeah. But I, there are like when I drive, I'm from the Bay Area, and I mm. do that drive every once in a while. It's about twelve total hours. Yeah. And an audio book is the way to go. The audio book is amazing. All right, it's I'm so stoked. so good. Yeah. I get on Audible. Yeah. You know what I mean? There you get go. Get that download. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, now the, the awkward question. Uh, What's your third goal? <laughs> no, 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 fourth. Oh, damn. Third comes later. <laughs> hate this. <laughs> Me too. Uh, your, your favorite friend. Oh, come on. I know, right? <laughs> come on, really? Uh, I, I always tell people that what they can do is that they can name one of the cast members of Friends. I was literally just okay, I, <laughs> you can say Rachel, you um, know. <laughs> I'd be a Monica for sure. Okay. Um, okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Um path. What's that? Is that a little off the beaten path? I feel like I get a lot of Chandlers. Always. Yeah. And as like an actor, I've grown up I'd always be like, "Oh, Joey." You know, <laughs> cuz he's cool and he's funny and he gets the girls and everything. <laughs> I was closeted at the time. <laughs> uh but Monica is like type A oh, and yeah. Monica's closet specifically shoving stuff into places yeah. that can't be seen is pretty much how I treat everything in my life. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. Like everything's fine out here. <laughs> it's terrible in there. Yeah. Um, no, I'd, I'd say my best friend. 
I mean, I don't want to be a cop out, but it's it's like it's James, it's my yeah. fiance. Good answer. Um, also, I'm saying that because there's a chance that he'll listen to this, <laughs> and if he doesn't, he's not a very good friend. Yeah, James. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd say that because like okay. he's he's that person that like nothing is real until I've told him about it. Right. Like I'm so excited when something great yeah. happens. Yeah, oh, that's to, a sweet way of putting him. it. I like yeah. that. Yeah, he'd that's be number one on my top eight MySpace okay. for sure. Number two friend now. <laughs> What's your number two friend's third goal? <laughs> and it has to do with MAGA. <laughs> number two friend's third goal. Oh, that's so dumb. I love it. Uh, okay, <laughs> cool. Uh, By the way, am I drinking too much? I feel like no, I'm just great. Reaching, do you need I'm some getting, more water? I, I think I'm fine. I'm just like, I keep on... I'm drinking not like a human. I don't know if it's just nerves. You've been pouring it down your chest. Oh my god! Is that how you drink? Ooh, it is now. Uh, No, you're doing great. Great, thank you. You know, just stay hydrated. Thank you. God. Wow. Feel so taken care of. You're doing good. Wow. You are. You're home. Oh my god. I know. Good. Uh, What's your favorite TV show? Non-cartoon. Oh, that's a good distinction. Thanks. Yeah. Um, uh, I really, I really love the West Wing. Oh my god! Like so much, to 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 like a point where I, I watched it growing up. That I loved god. it so much that I thought I wanted to work in politics, and I went sure. to school for it, and then realized maybe in my last year of college that nope I just want to be on the West Wing <laughs> the show and that's sort of where the pivot of actor uh, came in in like a real real way no BS yeah I just finished watching it all the way through for like the third time last week okay this is great so James has never seen it so we are in the last season right now we're about like four Five episodes in, You're all Jimmy Smiths everywhere. He's, oh my god! And he's loving it, and I'm just delighted at like seeing his reaction to this stuff because it is so damn good. It is so good. Yeah. Now I do think it ends like it's just the last season, last couple seasons mm-hmm. are just not nearly as good for me no. as like the first. The first like four seasons are like perfection, unbelievable. Yeah, like the cast is unbelievable. It, it, my love Bro, of I, Alice and Janney. Oh. Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford is so is good. My number one. And like J- Josh Molina, who. Oh, yeah. And, and you see him pop up in like, uh, I mean, any Aaron Sorkin thing. I remember sure. him in The American President, which is a movie I absolutely love. But yeah. it's like that, it is so good. And if we're talking about like how crazy on fire politics is yeah. right now, yeah. it's been almost like pornography to sit there and Dude. watch it and be like, Bartlett. Damn. Bartlett for president man. Oh, so good. Oh, he's he is the best. And it's like the even the way that they did um, Arnold Vinick, uh, the, yeah. uh, the uh, uh, Alan Alda, Alda. Yeah. character, where it's just like oh, oh yeah, so good. Oh yeah, I just I I love it so so much. Who would you have voted for? Oh damn. It's see here's the here's the tough thing because as a kid my my family comes from a Republican background right. and, and everything so I think as I was watching it. As a kid, I was watching it through the lens of like, wow, that's great. They're being really great to a Republican character that is yeah. super. And, and, you know, as I've formed my own opinions, I think now 100% Matt Santos. But like, I like 
both of them. Yeah. I would just want to actually right. have both of them be like co-vice presidents to Bartlett. Yeah. <laughs> yeah to Bart, four more years. Then man. I'll be all set. Four more years. I mean, oh if God. Arnie hadn't just made that nuclear power plant yeah. happen, he would have been the president. Yeah. That's how fickle. Yeah. Ugh, unbelievable yeah. times. Well, now- James is not going to listen to this because <laughs> I'm either going to make oh, sure he no. gets to the end of it. I'm going to be like, you can't listen to this until we get to the end. But uh, the way that we're tracking on it, like uh, we are cruising through. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's it's so good. Yeah. It really is the best. Um, okay. You, you nailed it. You nailed that one. Sweet. All right. Number 10. What are you not doing that you wish you were? Like right now in this like moment? <laughs> Drinking water. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I like stop doing it because I'm self-conscious. Um, what am I? Wait, what am I? What are you not, not doing, doing that you wish you were like in life? Where can be right now? I wish I was doing music in a bigger way. Okay. Um, I love singing. I think I'm really graded it yeah i my vision of what acting was going to be for me was sort of like the natural progression of like doing musicals in high school and and then i'm gonna be on broadway yeah. you know that that whole thing <laughs> well you got the voice um there you go um <laughs> but i i'm finding more and more because I've, I've put out like some like youtube covers and we've done like musical episodes and there's right. a musical episode of the bright sessions right. and and uh i'm working on like a musical project coming up i i feel like that's the one bit of creative fulfillment that I am missing right now. It's it's that sort of like, you know, uh, concept of like the flow state. Go on. So like flow state, when you are in something that you are good at that or that is sort of like a muscle to you and right. you're just in the pocket and everything sort of washes away. It's almost like you are entirely aware of everything and yet not. It's just this sure base setting. Like when I'm like singing um, and I, I, find that flow state a lot easier through singing. Right. I love it. And I'm, I'm missing that. I think yeah. in my creative life right now. Sure. Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, yeah. and so, but you're, you are making moves yeah. to make that happen. It's interesting. Cause I, I, I love that this question came up and that I can like say it out loud. Cause I think that's a big part of it too. Yeah. It's like, I think I've made sort of it. these, yeah, I think I think I've made these uncoordinated moves that now that I'm talking about it, when I, when I look at everything, I'm like, Oh, that, that makes sense. It's all sort of like coming together in a right. specific direction. Right. So I don't know whether or not you were consciously aware you yeah. were making moves towards getting, making that happen. Yeah. And I think it's, it's less about like, you know, I, I want to be, you know, on the top 40 as a whatever <laughs> singer. Like, I think it's just like using music as a source of creative fulfillment sure. is, is what I'm wanting to do. And, and that's your number one goal. We're looking to be creatively fulfilled here. Yeah, and the are. thing is like, if you're good at it, aside from if you're good at it, yeah. there's, in our pursuit of these careers <clears throat> in any sort of creative field, yeah, you also, success, there isn't one way to do it, but generally I find if you're doing the things that you love and you're doing it like, it's gonna, that's gonna show through, that's gonna lead to opportunity. Yes. Like yeah. I feel like I get in trouble, like as I'm trying to be a writer as well, mm -hmm. like as on top of everything else, 
And I find that like the most success I've had with writing as far as my own material is like when I'm writing something specifically for me, yeah. it's not for anyone else. I just want to write and it's funny to me. Then all of a sudden I'll look at something and be like, whoa, this is actually good. Yeah. It's when I sit down, I'm like, okay, what would I like, what would a big time guy want like a pitch about? That's the like, thing. Then when I'm writing for someone else, when I'm thinking what I should be because doing. Because you're, you're coming, you're accessing garbage. a point of truth in yourself right. and you're not thinking about like, is this the thing that's going to get me into the room? Is this, is this, um, bankable yeah will people consume this easily i think the the best stuff is the stuff that like is made very specifically for the person yeah. who made it and then the person's delighted by the fact that there are tons of people out there that are just as weird yeah um yeah yeah i, I yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i think so <laughs> i think so i think you're just generally doing i you spend a lot of time i think trying to i'd look at people like oh i want to be like steve martin or i want to be yeah. Jim Carrey or one was like no but like you like as cheesy really, it sounds like I want to really be hoping clay. that you're <laughs> hoping that you're just gonna go through all the three amigos <laughs> I want to be Ned Needlander I want to be Dusty Bombs oh I want to be Lucky Day oh. you know I want to be old guapo I want to be Hefe my little buttercup <laughs> has the sweetest smile won't you stay wild wild my little buttercup I love you it's such a beautiful scene. Oh, We're all so terrified so of these guys. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, can we watch that after this? Yeah. Sweet. Um, all right. What's your favorite food? Ooh, um, I really am a sucker for diner food. Oh, nice. I love, and not even like, like breakfast diner food. Like I love like a dry, you have to tear into it with your teeth pot roast like a roast at, yeah. at a diner with like the canned vegetables yeah. and the kind of bland mashed potatoes yeah. i don't know what like i love is it the diners. setting like would you enjoy that exact same meal if you had it delivered not that exact same meal i love comfort food sure in general sure. but i think the whole act of being in a diner and eating yeah, that kind big of big booths with a big red i like, love i love uncomfortable so, booths in la is so good with that. Oh, I, yeah. I don't. I, I didn't true. get that back in in Maine and in, in New England. It really wasn't that fine. Yeah. But out here in the valley, you get these amazing historic diners where you can sit down and like so much. My idea of like a perfect date night that James and I will do all the time is like late at night going to a diner and having a slice of pie and a coffee. And it's like just Twin Peaks. Yeah, just <laughs> just sit, <laughs> sitting there in that setting is there's like a romanticism. I'm sure that's like sticking into why yeah. I like that food but like I love diner food dude so I, I love the vibe yeah and I mean literally I got excited about I think when I just I watched Twin Peaks yeah recently too and I was yeah. just like when he's ever eating cherry pie and having mm -hmm. the best coffee in the world I'm like that sounds good yeah let's got some cherry pie and fucking coffee so good yeah diner that is a fun vibe yeah and I guess LA does do that really well so I never good. thought about that but it's yeah there's like I used to live right next to House of Pies mm -hmm. that's a classic diner there's Mel's everywhere yeah I want to go. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna take my computer. <laughs> yes. We're gonna watch Three Amigos yes. while we eat <laughs> diner food. Oh my god! Hello, watch out, James. I'm yeah, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, great. Good one. Um, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> it's it's one of those things of like I I feel like I go through a list of like top five in my head all the time. And that at any given moment, I feel like the top ones represent what I'm wanting to project to the world. Sure. 
Like, sure. I like this, so you should identify me with this sort of thing. <laughs> um, I think, honestly, a movie that. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna list a few, but my favorite, okay. favorite one, is White Christmas. Ooh. Actually, Ooh. um, just because that is a movie that's like a tradition around Christmas that my family would watch. Sure, whenever we decorate the tree, we watch White Christmas, and I, love that. I grew up idolizing Danny Kay and, and Bing Crosby and, and honestly yeah. Rosemary Clooney and Vera Ellen like these these amazing song and dance people um, and I love that like Vista Vision Technicolor kind yeah, of very yeah, yeah, rich yeah, yeah. 50s colors um, yeah. I, I love old movies like that um, it's that's like a comfort movie sure big time for me sure. I, I'd say like outside of that the one that I've always said since I, I was a little kid was uh mask of zorro oh my god that was a great one it's like my go-to i wow, absolutely yeah, adore that sure. movie it's, it's just like i think it it all steeps in sort of like romanticism and that swashbuckling like that james horner score is one of my favorite scores of any movie for yeah. that and and like antonio banderas and Catherine zeta jones it's I, just so good Catherine zeta jones i mean that was circa what what, what that, that was, was 98 yeah i mean i was 13 yeah and Catherine Jones was changing my voice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I started that movie up here, and I finished the movie down here. I was like, "Meanwhile, Holy you, you're shit. from out here, right? I'm from the Bay Area, San from Francisco. Bay, so, meanwhile, on the other coast, at the same time, <laughs> Antonio Banderas <laughs> is very much changing my. <laughs> oh my god! Like, hello, yeah." Ooh, so good <laughs> movie's so good I, I challenge anyone to like revisit that movie because it is it holds up it is a fantastic I haven't film watched that probably since around then yeah and I loved it that's so good I'm gonna rewatch that yes cause he puts a big Z on the lights on the, stuff on fire um, yeah and then she's like holding like a rose or something as everyone runs off. It's so good it's the fight choreography in that is so bonkers oh my god like, I need to rewatch that yeah Whoa, I hadn't thought about that movie. And like, I watched a lot of Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And <laughs> no one else. Entrapment. Like, do you Ooh. remember that? Ooh. Where she's like Ooh. <laughs> sort of romantically entangled with Sean Connery, which yeah. is a whole other thing. Is but... that the one where they show like her butt going through lasers? It's the laser training. <sighs> that movie's odd. I love that movie so much. Yeah. I remember being like upset with Michael Douglas, <laughs> but I was like 14. So, like, what was I going to do? <laughs> So but good. I was like, that guy's killing it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she was hubba hubba. Yeah. Um, tight. Those are great movies. You're doing a great job so oh, far. Wow. Thank you. So far. Oh. But try this one on for size. What's your favorite car? <laughs> oh god. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I think these like car days are pretty much over. I gotta say, these are really good questions. I'll pass it along to my father. Like, I think they're great. I, I they're absurd. I really, but that's and they're I all think, over the place. I and I think that's what works. Yeah, it's they're like, yeah. hugely disarming. Yeah, like you're a really nice guy, and I love that you're and you're doing this great. Yeah, I lo I wait for the day when like someone who's a huge asshole comes in. Yeah, because I want to be like try to be an asshole. To this. <laughs> like I, I want to see someone be an asshole. There's like a dad ish quality to it. Oh too. yeah, it's pure. We're like. You, dads will ask these very simple questions, but underneath there's like a well of reasoning even yeah. behind it that maybe yeah. they're not even aware of. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't know. This is a very paternal conversation. I know. Can I call you daddy? Uh, okay. Okay, cool. All right. <clears throat> daddy. Sure. Daddy. <laughs> 
poppy. Uh, oh, no. Hi, no. this is Daddy. Welcome to Yellow Pod Sessions. <laughs> Uh, favorite car? Yeah, do you have one? Uh, yeah, I am a super James Bond fan since I was an itty bitty. Um, so like Aston Martin DB5, the Ooh. old old car. Um, yeah, I think I'd go with that. Sure. Um, I'm not. I don't have huge opinions on cars. Yeah, I either. think I did when I was growing up and I was trying to front. I was like, I'm. I have a penis, so I care about cars. I'll fix it up. Uh, my, yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, my, my, I think my dad put that in because literally, like, growing up, everything talked to me. Yeah. My dad had a voice for like everything. So like, like literally, like, and it was tough for my mom because like yeah. a light bulb would break. Yeah. And like instead of it just being like you know a light bulb broke, like there'd be three kids mourning the loss of light bulby. And like oh, my and my dad would like no. play into it and put his arms like it's okay light bulb he's in a better place. And my mom's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> but one of one of the things that talked to us, we had an old van again yeah. called that he that we called Homa, mm-hmm. and it talked to us. Oh. And Homa because we were always driving home. Uh, oh. And and so oh god. That, so he wanted the you know what's your car? Oh Homa, and he put it in Homa. So like if I go look at my old yellow pads which they're my, they're stacked at yeah. home, Homa 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 Homa. I love that so much. That's sweet. <laughs> that is so sweet. And I love that he did that. Oh, everything talked. That's amazing. And it was like Pee Wee's Playhouse where it's just like cherry and like, you know, like desk-y. That's amazing. You know? <laughs> oh, I like your dad. Yeah, That's cool. I'm going to have him on at some yeah. point and it'll be fun to hear his answers. You yeah. Know I mean? <laughs> um, all right. What are, <laughs> uh, what are you doing that you wish you weren't? Ooh. He's good about the placement of these. I know. Holy shit. <laughs> I just want to think um, you're done. What are you doing that you wish you weren't? Um, okay. A little honesty in here. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I wasn't murdering people and putting them in the walls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, when no. did that start? <sighs> no. Um, so just, just <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think uh, is it, is it that you wish you weren't putting them in the walls. Like, do you wish you were yeah, them yeah? Just else? I want to be known for my work. Oh, um, yeah. oh yeah, sure. It's a cry for help. Gotcha. Cool, cool, I cool. think I think what I'm struggling with this isn't an easy thing to admit because with in the podcast space, like I've, I've been on a successful show and and there is a a platform and there is a fan base and there are people are aware who are aware of my work and the things I'm doing next. So. I'm on socials and I'm engaging yeah. with people on socials. I think I'm taking more stock in the dopamine rush of Twitter and yeah. Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. in relation to my career and sort of like projects I'm doing and sort of the people reaching out and complimenting or saying, Oh, you're, you're I loved you in this or whatever. Yeah. Where it's always been a nice surprise but as I've been doing it for a while, I've noticed that there's an element of of when am I going to get my next fix? Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's a it's a it's a dopamine, and you have to yeah. like avoid making that as part of your decisions for your next sort of like creative things. Like right. you don't want to you don't want to pander to the people that are supporting you. Right. And and I I feel like like last month we went to PodCon up in Seattle and we did you know, our Q and A's and meet and greets and, and all this really cool stuff where we got to like meet fans of the show and people who like our work and everything. And it, it, you can easily get lost in that space. So I think if anything, it would be not 
I want to still engage with with everything on socials, but I don't want to take as much stock in it as I yeah. am right now. Sure, I think it that social media, Instagram, and stuff are are hugely unhealthy. Yeah, <laughs> I think, and I think they're they're <laughs> literally studies. I mean, they're, that they lead to depression. Yeah, because there's the it is like a dopamine hit. There's a false sense of reality. Yeah, and like when it becomes about someone pressing like, which is such a and the way it's used, like you hear interviews, I think it was like This American Life was doing like interviewing high schoolers now or mm-hmm. middle schoolers now and like to hear these kids talk about their process of like putting up a photo yeah, and the impact it has on their confidence and status it's based crazy. on who likes it, when they like it, and if they don't like it fast enough oh, and like yeah. the, the amount that's put on the burden of that is, I can't, I can't imagine like how to navigate that. I could barely navigate without that like yeah. when I was in school I can't yeah. imagine having no. that because as an adult it's even crippling I mean I I, yeah. I was just having this conversation yesterday with a friend where I admitted that you know I'm super I am myself in socials I don't put up a, a front right. or whatever yeah, yeah. yeah um but I think I've gotten lost recently in taking like thinking that the person online the brigand online is the real me right and and that it is more real than yeah. the person who's sitting across from you right now. And right. I, I think it's That's very, dangerous. yeah, it's, and it's so super easy to get lost in that. Yeah. And, and at least I'm aware of it. I'm just trying to figure out how to navigate yeah. out of that space. Well, being yeah. aware is key. And I yeah. think also like being a generation in which we grew up without it. Mm-hmm. So we know life yeah. without it. My yeah. formative years were without it. Yeah. So, I'm con. I think we're more conscious of it. I mean, For kids sure. growing up, like like kids who are now in middle school with it, like it's all they know. Yeah, that's scary. It's so much pressure. It is. My I have a, a friend who started a company called I believe it's called Brick or Go Brick mm-hmm. or something like that, and the idea being that you turn your phone into a a brick, so to speak, in mm-hmm. that like they do events that are like no phones. Oh, nice! No, like completely disconnect. Like everyone, come here. We're gonna do this for this day. Your phones are not allowed. It's just important to like do that. Well, there's just, there's this weird thing that the phone did. It's like we sound like you know back in our back in May back, back in the nineties. <laughs> didn't uh, have a phone. Uh, <laughs> we just yelled. I, I think so much of it is we are becoming brands. Yeah. of ourselves. Oh yeah. So I think there's a cultivation of a brand where, you know, I, as as an actor, writer, you know, I'm making stuff, there is a I'm aware of this sort of like digital brand, this imprint of myself that I'm putting out there of like the best parts of me. And even yeah. like even when I like share not great stuff, that's even curated. You yeah. know, there, there there isn't a true it's 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 filtered no matter what. Right. So I I think trying to approach the reality of it and be like, this is the reality. This is how this works. And I do genuinely enjoy uh, aspects of it, but I think, um, I think I definitely want to not do the whole, um, it was the end of social network when he's just sort of refreshing the feed. And like, I find myself sort of like, where's the next comment? Where's the next like, where's the, you know, whatever. And and it's scary that you feel shitty when 
it, nothing comes up. It's the worst. Yeah. When, you're, when, yeah. you're, when your happiness is tied to... When you to, tweet something and two minutes have passed and there's only one like and then you judge yourself. How stupid is that? Yeah, like it's, so, it's, 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 so, the, it's the it's weirdest. It's stupid to answer your question. Yeah. So but I don't it, want but, to do that. No, it's good. No, and, I, I, I like, and, yeah. and, and it's good to be aware. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Good. Good answer. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys all like this though. Rate, please rate and review. <laughs> I want to do less comments. podcasts like this, and they oh. should be stopped. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my brother's famous because my dad would do these when we were too old yeah. for them. So yeah. there was like a time when we were like seventeen, and yeah. he's doing this. And we're like, Don, I don't want to answer this question. <laughs> but literally, like my brother, like, what are you, what are you uh, doing that you wish you weren't? My brother's like this. My dad's like, okay. <laughs> did he ever? Did he ever like cater certain questions at certain times? Like, so are you okay that you made your mother cry the other day? <laughs> Answer no. the question. Answer the question. No, he no. just look and go. What's your favorite color? <laughs> oh. It's all in there. Though. Yeah, it's all yeah. in there. And the the, the yeah. subcontext. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What is your favorite sport to play? <laughs> I'm a sporty boy, uh, for sure. Sport, 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 sport. I thought that about you when I met you. Uh, <laughs> to play. Throw the ball and Shit. kick the ball. That You know, I really, really loved track nice. growing up. I really loved long jump. I was a big cool. long jumper. Uh, I would say you have the build for that. Yeah I, yeah, I was good at it, and I think that's why I liked it, because in a world sure. where I felt so not coordinated where we're like right. buddies would be like yeah we're gonna go out and pass a football around even in college they'd be like we're just toss a football around i was like i don't want to. i still to this <laughs> so day in the background you're running jumping i cannot <laughs> yeah i cannot confidently like throw a spiral sure that's my experience with with sports so i think um being able to run and jump and do well at it was yeah. like i'll keep doing this and that's this i mean that's great. that's that's a, that's as athletic yeah. a thing as you can do. My brother is a track coach. Oh, killer! And he yeah. he was he did sprinting. He was a sprinter. He did that yeah. in high school. He ran in college, and now he coaches high school track. And so, like, that's I've awesome. been around that world a yeah. lot. It's incredible. Yeah, I love I mean, it. the things that people do are because well, there's also shocking. Like, there's like a shared team feeling, but it's oh, so yeah. individual. Like Tra- it's in service to the team, but yourself. Right. It's, it's cool. Track meets. Yeah. In general, fun the the energy, the support from like yeah. everyone is incredible. Like yeah. I always loved watching like the four by four relay. Or, yeah, you know, like yeah. that's incredible. Just because everyone's so and pumped, mm-hmm. it's so exciting. I love it. Um, cool. Uh, what's your favorite country other than the USA? <laughs> Which pulls out. You don't hat, need that. But... <laughs> if you say anything else, <laughs> you <can> get out. <laughs> Um, favorite country, like just even abstractly, like do sure. I have to have been there or maybe mm. be made up country in the form of a book, you know, uh, the country of Krakosia from uh, Krakosia. Uh, the terminal. Yeah. Sure, 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 um, sure. <laughs> Krakosia. Um, uh, everyone go watch answer. the terminal. It's good. Uh, what's that? Please let that be your yeah. answer. <laughs> um, you know, uh, favorite favorite country I really I actually really love Canada yeah sure I fine, grew up in Maine we would drive up to like oh, yeah, old Quebec right sure when I was I went to school in Buffalo we would I, I would cross over Niagara Falls go up to Toronto um, I really love the people in Canada yeah and I just love the idea of Canada sure <laughs> this is great <laughs> yeah I have my friend the other day called it America's hat <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing. I'd never heard that before. That also produces like the best comedy people (laughs) ever. Ever. Yeah. Like, you know, Eugene Levy and Uh, Catherine O'Hara, Martin Short, and and, Mike Myers. Yeah. Yeah. Just the best. So, yeah. We take them for granted. Not anymore. Uh, That starts, stops today. Stops today. Right now. We're Canada's pants. (laughs) 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 We're switching it. Canada's pants. Yeah. The reign of Canada begins. Uh, okay. What's your favorite restaurant? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> right, Let's settle into this. All right. Here we go. Um, Killer Shrimp. Mm-hmm. Have you been? No, but Victoria talks about it. It is. That's where I Wait, met Victoria. Did you? At Killer Shrimp. That on my. Have it was been? my first birthday She's in LA. Listen to this and be like, are you kidding me? We've been there four times. That's crazy. Like, oh damn it. Honestly, it is like I've been in other parts of the country. And somehow, like, restaurants or L.A. food has come up, and I've said Killer Shrimp, and people know what I'm talking about. Like, people who know Killer Shrimp know Killer Shrimp. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's in Marina Del Rey. It's right on the water, and they have this amazing meal called Killer Shrimp. It's essentially a spicy, buttery – it's, like, 130% butter. Um, And they have shrimp floating in it where you have to shell it yourself. Oh, I love that vibe. And there's a bowl of bread, just an endless And you just And you take you you shell the shrimp, you put it on the little piece of bread and then you dunk it in the bisque and you eat it. And I don't that is the thing I get probably most <laughs> excited about in life is anytime that like mine and uh mine and Victoria's or Aaron. Yeah. Our friend Aaron, uh anytime Aaron will text me and be like you know, killer shrimp, you down? It's West Side. I live in Glendale. Yeah, it's like I will drive six <laughs> hours for this freaking meal because I love it so much. So, yeah, that's my favorite place for okay. sure. Okay, so here's what we're doing. Yeah. We're going to <laughs> killer shrimp. Yeah. We're going to watch Three Amigas there. Perfect. Then we're going to go to Di- Mel's Diner yeah. and have dessert and coffee. Brilliant. All right. And then we're jumping the border and into Canada. We're going to Canada. And cool. We're, we're leaving the pants. Yeah. Going right to the yeah. right, right to the top. Perfect. <laughs> this is going to be leaving our good phones in day. LA. Yeah, it's gonna be good. <laughs> this is smart. We should do this. <laughs> uh, okay. Favorite time of day. Uh, oh, I love I love. Um, I don't know if it's the right term. It's like twilight dusk time. Yeah, it's sure. like that's sort of like light is soft it's kind yeah. of just before it gets dark yeah I, I love nights i always think of like new england summers mm. where it, you hear the peepers in the distance or maybe if you're on the water you, you can hear the the ocean a little bit but it's that sort of like peepers are like exactly are it's kind of like, like frogs it's it's because that sounds less little true. bugs and stuff oh, okay yeah. yeah yeah um oh peepers is like a, a bunch of different things. yeah Anything yeah that peeps i think yeah okay yeah. cool gotcha uh, as um, you were yeah <laughs> you're painting a picture go ahead <laughs> but i think that it reminds me so much of like just sitting out on like screen porch or anything with family or friends yeah. and like it's not quite night but all of the stakes of the day are over you're yeah. sort of transitioning into like no, we're just gonna be. Yeah, um, I love that too. That's my favorite time. I love that. Is it like firefly time? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, it's just pretty and it feels good. Even yeah. the air has like a quality to it. It's I love great. that. Yeah, you painted a hell of a picture because I, I agree with you. I really like that time. There's when I, my mom's side of family's from Georgia, mm-hmm. like so in the Appalachian, oh, like in the mountains. Yeah, and I love that because the fireflies would come out and it was like from a California boy. It'd be it's like, like what the? It's like magic. Those? It's just that time oh, of day that's total, just magic. Yeah. Total magic. Yeah, I was talking about that with a friend of mine because I used to catch them and. 
you know, watch them glow. Yeah. And, glow. and my friend was like, yeah, yeah. I used to go with my friends. We take our bats and we just like hit them. <laughs> and then like your bat would be all glowy. I was like, oh God, you're a psychopath. <laughs> 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 and you killed birds and now you kill people. <laughs> uh, all right. What's your uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Rocky Road. Nice. Okay. Mm, chocolate okay. guy right. for sure. Um, okay. right. But all like right. the thing that I would always get at like ice cream places growing up is a banana split like all the time. Oh, uh, but I think Rocky Road is just more accessible. Like I can pull a Rocky Road out of the freezer. Word. I can't necessarily pull a full banana split out of the freezer. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. But I love, I freaking love banana splits. I haven't had a banana split since I was like a kiddo. I think... The last time I had one was at Ghirardelli in San Francisco. Oh, yeah? And they have, like, the little ice cream shop oh, next yeah. to it. And they have – it's just unbelievable. It's so good. It, I More is more for me when yeah. it comes to desserts. Uh, like, I, just give me like, all the flavors and all the toppings. Yeah. I like to say I don't have a sweet tooth because I feel like that makes me sound like an adult. Yeah. But I, like, would bathe in ice cream. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go bathe in ice cream. Let's add it's that so to the good. list of mm. things. Yeah. <laughs> And then we're going to take a bath together. (laughs) That's where they will find us. Uh, Okay. Good answer. What did you want to be when you grew up? Like when you were a little, little, little brigand running around. I think I I always wanted to be a performer in some sense, but I remember what, you remember the show Clarissa explains it all? Uh, Yeah. The models that her dad would make as an architect, which is not how architects work at all. At all, come to find out. Um, I wanted to be, when I saw that and I realized that you could do that for Disney and be an Imagineer, oh. my parents bought me a drafting table with all this drafting paper and I would design rides growing up. Dude. But here's the thing. I would not have been a great Imagineer because the way I constructed all the You're rides like, and then this was- this one, the roller coaster jumps. Well, it lands back on the tracks over here. I, I loved creating like the, the dark rides, the slow rides. But in my mind, like how I would design it is the cart would be on the first floor. This will already tell you where it is. And then it just keeps going up and up and up and up. And I didn't realize that rides pretty much are on the same plane or go down and come back right. up. So essentially I'd be just like building a skyscraper ride <laughs> where they'd get off at like the 10th floor and have to go back to like I was not good at it at all I mean if they built yeah. it down and you your and line you went down back, and then you came up uh, to the top sure there we go what but, was your favorite ride that you made what was it what was the theme <laughs> I think it was like I think it was just like honestly like, like an old timey movie one that, I think it was like, like Clock Gable ride <laughs> I think it was a rip off of like Pirates of the Caribbean honestly <laughs> you just read it I just did but did it the way Disney, it if I got an idea done. for you yeah <laughs> Another slow pirate ride. I, I think I think everything, God, the more I'm thinking about it, everything that I want to do in life or wanted to do in life has to do with the romantic image of me doing it. Like I like the idea as a kid right. of me sitting sure. there at a drafting table sure. making something for Disney where like I watched the West Wing and I thought, man, I want to eat fast food and have to go through the Iowa caucus and really, you know, <laughs> yeah. we, you know, it's West wing. I didn't actually want to do that. I think I liked the, the imagery of it. So I think what's so great of what I discovered in life, being able to act and write and stuff, I'm able to like kind of jump into yeah, these experiences dip your toes and get out, but not have to be like a hundred percent in it. Correct. Um, like you don't do yeah. the sleep deprivation of being on the, like, yeah. You know, on the campaign trail. Yeah. I get to they approximate call it, they say cut, it and then you, yeah. you're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
That's great. I've always, I, I still maintain that Disney should have an Aladdin ride in which you are on the magic carpet, like getting away from the in lava. A hundred percent. Every time I was like, why have they it's not done this? bonkers to me or, that it doesn't exist. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Get on it, Disney. Yeah. They're so good at what they do. They've taken over the world. Yeah. All hail Mickey. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, what's your favorite cartoon? Uh, do, 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 do. Um, it would be like a two-parter of Avatar, Last Airbender, and Korra. Okay. Um, have you ever seen the show? No. It's like the greatest animated storytelling, I think. Really? Ever. At least for me. Yeah. It is so The storytelling is so good. Where, where can I find this? Uh, it was a Nickelodeon show. Oh, okay. Gotcha. M. Night Shyamalan like, made a bastardized version movie of gotcha. it. Gotcha. Uh, but the actual... Netflix is actually doing a live-action version of it. Really? Of, of the show. Uh, come to think of it. So I'm super excited for that, but it's just the mythology, uh, the characters. It, it, I would put that up against any live action show today and cool. say that it would come out on top. It's just so good. It's why I'm so glad that these questions have like a live action and animated one. Yeah. Uh, because I, if I was to be totally honest, my favorite shows, like the first like five of them would probably be animated shows Hell before yeah. even that, getting to and that. And yeah. that, was, that was mine too. That's yeah. why my dad was like non-cartoon because yeah. I'd be like, Simpsons! <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, sweet. Well, what's your favorite, what's your favorite season? Um, bah, bah, but uh, I, I feel like <laughs> I really love summer. Yeah, sure. I love it so much. Cookouts and like I sort yeah. of that, what I was telling about sort of that twilight time. Yeah. I think as I've gotten older and being out in Southern California, I miss fall a lot. Yeah. I think there's sort of like a looking back and being like, oh, the crispness and the yeah. leaves and the the clothes. Uh, certainly, I love fall, but I think at the end of it, I'm a basic bitch for summer. Like I just. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. Now that I have a place that has sent like air conditioning, yeah. I'm real excited for summers <laughs> yeah. again. Yeah. Because I've dreaded them for the last three years. Oh, so terrible. Yeah. Like I just couldn't. There's like, like there's 115 in, the valley. in my yeah, apartment. Yeah. It's so and I'm bad. like my dog is dying. Yeah. And like my place <laughs> is uninhabitable. It's shocking to me that LA doesn't have it. Like requires you to have heat, right? But not air conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. We're in a fucking desert. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I'm excited for it now because I love baseball. I just like like it's just barbecue surrounding it. Yeah, it's, like you know. shorts at night. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good vibe. Bonfires, out sure, so sure. The beach. Yeah, let's go for a dip. Yeah, you know what I mean, let's go to the beach. Go for a dip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your favorite hobby? Um. Uh. Okay, yeah, uh, going to Disneyland. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I, James and I have the annual passes to where, like, in previous years, before I moved out to L.A., anytime I would go to, like, Disney World on the East Coast, there was this buildup that you had to fit everything in. Right. Because you only got so many days. Right. You got to get on all the rides. And what's so great is, like, Anaheim is not a long drive. Right. We pop down there. For like an evening, we'll get dinner in the park and we might do a ride, but I think my hobby is going to Disneyland and just like soaking in the ambiance and sort of like just everything that's happening around you. Oh, I love it. People watching. I and love Disneyland. Yeah. 
Love it's it. the best. That was like a big, that was one of the family vacations that we would drive down. We'd get up real early. We'd stay at the Disneyland Hotel. <sighs> my dad would like, they would pull me and my brothers out of school. So we'd take like a random week, like around this time, and we would go. So it was like, it was never overcrowded because yeah. it was in the middle of a, a week. Yeah. And it was like, I just, like the Disneyland Hotel, like I can remember just being like, Sixth floor <laughs> going up. You know, <laughs> I just like remember the elevator voice. Like, so lobby good. floor. It's going a whole it, Disneyland Loved specifically. It. So like, I've I've since gone back to Disney World, and I love it because I grew up sure. going to the parks and everything. But there's something very specific. There's quint- something quintessential about Disneyland itself. Yeah. I don't know if it's just it's got its own vibe. It's got its own people. It's it's like a comfort thing. Oh yeah. It's, it's small, it's manageable and it's, it's just steeped in this sort of like feeling of like, yeah, good feeling. Disney's so good at it. They are. They're like so good. They're guiding you through it. I mean, they're, they're how attentive they are. Oh God. Yeah. It's like, it's just special. Yeah. They're like, and and again, like when I say like Disney's taking over the world and Mm. they are like, they bought everything. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm okay. Like if 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 some company corporation is gonna take over the world, like it's inevitable. I'd rather have it be Disney than Exxon. See, that's also the, you know what I mean. Like give me a big fucking mouse who like, you know, it has sweatshop somewhere. And I, so many people like <laughs> it can so easily like poo poo the big business aspect of it. Be like Disney's an evil empire and right. they own everything. And I'm like, you cool. know what? There's aspects of that in any sort sure. of business or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, at the end of the day, like the thing that comes out of whatever they're doing makes me happy yeah. and I enjoy totally down. it. Totally yeah. down. Yeah. Like you can put like, you know, whatever, put a big mouse yeah. on every building in the world. I'll yeah. wear it. Mickey can take over the world Yeah, and make this a huge dictatorship. So Mickey, if you're listening. Oh yeah, guys. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm of the fucking world. <laughs> Give me a goddamn MAGA hat. <laughs> Huh? Come Build the wall. <laughs> huh? They're all rapists. <laughs> uh, hi guys. Huh? <laughs> uh, oh, Mickey. Oh, Mickey. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> all right. Uh, that naturally leads us to the next question, which is uh, your favorite monster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mickey monster. Uh... Favorite monster? I really like. Um, I think I said I grew up listening to Abbott and Costello, and mm-hmm. by extension, just was steeped in their old movies. Sure. And whenever they did the the movies with like the uh, the Universal Movie Monsters, that was sort of my access point to uh-huh. the Universal Movie Monsters. Was the actual canon? It was the Abbott and Costello version. Wow, of it. very cool. Um, Abbott and Costello meet the Mummy was my first foray into the mummy mythology and then you then like prime age for enjoying the mummy movies with brendan fraser sure uh which were so good and i remember like being so excited to go to the movies to see those um and like i have designs a whole thing that i want to do with like the whole mummy concept in the future in my creative life because i actually really really love the mummy egyptian mythology um so that that would probably be my favorite monster that's a great monster a mummy is scary yeah pretty chill though yeah (laughs) (laughs) well there's so many ways that i feel like you can 
go with it. It's like yeah. you've got the the typical slow walking mummy or Wrapped you've got, in, you know. Yeah, which I freaking love. I think yeah. I, I think aesthetically if it's like did, a cooler version of a zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're just it's a it's better like designer <laughs> trappings. It's a it's a zombie wearing some Zara. Yeah. It's like, you know, wrapped in some nice fabric from top. It's a man. zombie who's fucking comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz you know treat I mean? yourself, you know. Be your best fucking yeah. <laughs> You deserve it. <laughs> oh, sick. Okay. Uh question 25. What is your favorite music group? Or it could be solo artist, you know. Mm. Um, hmm. this is another thing like growing up uh, my mom was in like rock bands in the 80s in New England mm -hmm. and like so she was steeped in like Journey and Rats and, and Zebra and all these other random sort right. of like uh, hair metal bands I grew up loving that I feel like for so long I would have answered like Journey because I just absolutely loved their music sure by extension, I, w I was like obsessed with Paul Rogers' voice in Bad Company. I, I love yeah. that sort of like guttural kind of um, style. American but, but I think at the end of the day, like the most formative album for me growing up that sort of marked my uh, music interests was uh, Chariot Stripped by Gavin DeGraw my sophomore year of oh, high school cool. yeah and forever like i have loved gavin DeGraw, and by extension like all the people that like came out of that like yeah. like justin azuka or just any of this sort of like singer songwriter alternative kind of uh performers so yeah probably i would say gavin DeGraw. actually i, I still I, I i that's the one album that i know Inside and out, yeah. Like you can put just, on at any point. Yeah, it's just. Oh, it's always at least one song of it on a playlist that yeah. you're listening to. And it, and it came, you know, sophomore year of high school, where like I came in freshman year and I like clung to some seniors uh -huh. and kind of adopted their music, where I was like super into Dashboard Confessional and like I was <laughs> that like, whiny you know, shit. Oh my god, like yeah. AFI yeah. and all that. Blink, um, blink. And then it was once they graduated, I still enjoyed that, but then I sort of discovered this music through Gavin DeGraw that I was like oh this is my this is actually my vibe. feels yeah, yeah I really like yeah. This. this hit me in my feels yeah that's sweet cool Gavin DeGraw yeah, yeah. Uh, favorite teacher ever uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, god I hope I've like fallen off the planet for some of my teachers so they would never listen I, that's so hard that's so tough yeah like ever um, actually no uh Steve and Jane Filio are uh, two people back in Maine who ran the South Portland musical department. Gotcha. And came in at a time where they made me feel like I could really do something with it. Yeah. Um, and they, they did this whole thing through like the Barbara Bush Children's Hospital. We would... Um, they had like a cast of people that would do it every year. And like when I graduated high school and actually when I came out of college, they finally like invited me into the, into the cast one year and I got Sweet. to do this whole performance. They, they've like through every sort of stage of my young adult into adult life, they've been this sort of like driving force of, of support. And, and, um, That's awesome. I, I love the crap out of them. They're, they're the best people and, and really like gave me the tools, um, to do what I'm, 
doing today. So I, I'd say they're not only my favorite teachers, but probably the most impactful teachers that I think I've ever had. Nice. And then yeah. you said Stephen Jane Filio? Filio. Filio. Yeah. yeah. Married couple. They cool. were, you know, come from musical theater. Well, and, holler. Yeah. Holler. Shout yeah. out. Yeah. You made it. Stephen <laughs> Jane. Uh, favorite teacher now? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, my crippling insecurities. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I've, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my partner in this. I'm gonna go with James. Yeah. I, I think he's he's taught me a lot of, or at least highlighted for me without like saying it. I've just sort of experienced it. Things that I like about myself, stuff that I can do better at and sort of like observing how he confronts things. He's that, he's that person who truly like sees the, the good in everyone and the silver lining and everything. And and always like never gets nasty or blames anyone can find like the reasoning behind it. He's like, well, you know, I think maybe it's, you know, this person's coming from the, I mean, truly. And, and, um, there's a level of, I think a little bit of my hard ass personality is helping him a little bit, but I think his little bit of, of um, just looking at things in a, in a better light yeah. um, is rubbing off on me. So that's great. Lead, I mean, teaching by example. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great. That's great. I think it's important that the person you're with is, is that. Yeah. And can be that, you know? And we're important. working on algebra right now too. So I'm really excited. Oh, he's literally teaching me math. Yeah. Literally teaching me math. He, he teach math. Okay. Math. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. How's yeah. Okay. Favorite number? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that actually yeah. a question? Wait, is that that's actually the next question. question? Are you serious? I'm serious. That's see, I'm we're we're you. in a conversation are, flow state. We're in a flow state. Yeah. We're flowing. You know? This is flowing. Yeah. This I never knew what flowing was. Oh, oh flowing. Oh God. <laughs> God, drop a beat. Let's do this. <laughs> Oh my god, this is so good. Um, okay, favorite. Are you serious? I'm serious. Look, man, it's right here. It's favorite a, number. Amazing. You know? Favorite number. There's a lot of dicks on that screen. Interesting. <clears throat> oh, you weren't. Oh, yeah. That's a lot to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, this guy around some more dicks. <laughs> favorite favorite number I think is um, seventeen. Okay. And I just remember having like one of the greatest years of my life at age seventeen. There's a song when he sings about being 17, doesn't he? Really? When I was 17. Oh, fuck it. I shouldn't <laughs> sing things I don't know. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> and what uh, is he singing about? Who are you, sir? <laughs> when I was 17. Yeah. That's <laughs> good. There was years before me. Uh, <laughs> I had just been 16. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've always liked the number, but also, like, it was my junior, <laughs> like, specifically my junior. Everyone typically goes through junior year at that age. <laughs> wasn't specific to me. It was my junior year at age 17. Uh-huh. Um, I remember we like went on a band trip to Disney World and I was it was on my birthday. I got to spend my birthday in like Animal Kingdom. We did shit. This is Disney related. We're, we did Beauty and the Beast for the musical and I played Gaston. Cool. Like uh, uh, things were just like operate. I became like drum major of the marching band. Like Hell there were yeah. things that were really operating at a yeah. leveling up. Uh so I've always kind of like since then I've been like, man, seventeen's the year to beat. That was the year <laughs> to beat. I really did. It's just been all kind of you know, yeah. Fuck yeah, that's a good year. Yeah. All right, seventeen. Yeah. Come on. Uh, favorite college. 
favorite college? Yeah, my dad loved Arizona State, and he always wanted us oh to say Arizona God. State. <laughs> um, shit, I'm not even gonna pick my alma mater because good yeah. for you. Um, they got enough out of me. Uh, <laughs> I remember having like a romanticism surrounding when I was applying for colleges. I really wanted to go to Tulane. Oh shit! I I wonder why. And then when it came time to really apply or it was like later in the application process, hurricane happened. Oh, I see. Yeah. And, and then they were kind of like reaching out like, Hey, are you going to still, are you still interested? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want, are you I, still standing? I, I know. I, I just didn't <laughs> want it. Cause they were doing like a remote campus or something. Yeah, I had like, a friend who was there and they like, she all of a sudden was in Texas. Yeah. It was so, something. so interesting. So that, uh, but the sort of romanticism of like, I say that a lot. I think that's sort of my access point to a lot of things of like just the the idea of it. I like the idea yeah. of being in New Orleans sure. and You're going to romanticize it. You got an active imagination. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I can't I can't imagine how anyone graduates. Yeah. If you're living in Nolens. Oh, yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Seriously. <laughs> like, if I were to do it all over again, I would only apply to Tulane and University of Hawaii. Yeah. I, I like applied. Everything else is stupid. I went to Buffalo. So most of the time, <laughs> I was in the, the frozen tundra, yeah. just enclosed in a dorm, developing alcoholism. Yeah. It's like it was just, it was just, yeah. I mean, you would have, you would have developed it in Tulane too. But Probably. But like a fun outgoing. version of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Tulane, if I, if, if I had to do it over again, Tulane, University of Hawaii. Yeah. Flip a coin. Shit, yeah. Good. Um, what's your favorite sport to watch? Uh, I I actually really enjoy hockey. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, and I I it was when I was in college that I got into like the Sabers and everything. Like growing up, it should have been like the Bruins. My dad would be so sad about it. But um, yeah, I like I like going to hockey games. And actually, uh, come to think of it, it's it's interesting. My so my mom was in all these sort of like rock bands in the eighties, and then she transition to singing in she was like the go-to anthem singer for the portland pirates in maine whoa so i remember growing up like in the locker rooms and everything back there and like (laughs) the the mascot would give my brother and i these little wooden pirates tokens that that were like commemorative we get like the the cards of the players we knew the players so i i think i cool i loved I love the feeling of like getting hot chocolate in a cold hockey rink yeah. and watching it. It's so uh, cool. Like I'm, yeah. I'm obviously from a sports family yeah. and like, and so we watched them all, but hockey was the only sport we never got really into. Yeah. And every time I've been, I've been like, this is the greatest. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's pure in itself. Like every other sport is trying to change and mm-hmm. to become more like score more points. And then we're going to cater all our rules. Like hockey does not change. They still fight each other yeah. and they still like fight each other and then shake hands with each other. Yeah. Like they're great sports, great athletes. They have no delusions of changing and becoming exactly. modernizing. It's like this fucking thing that's unchanged. And you I know what? It. You get the Zamboni and, and you the get Zamboni a goddamn Zamboni. So freaking cool. Name another sport that has a cool thing like a Zamboni. It does not exist. Nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. Every time the Zamboni would come out, I was just so excited. It was like, it's just, oh yeah. my God. And the ice would get clearer. And it looks so it's pretty. so cool. And I was like, oh man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. That's cool. Um, all right. Question 31. Are we like, 
Wait, we're we nearing? Close. We got two more questions. Oh, I'm actually really bummed that we're getting closer. <laughs> I kind of want to like vamp. This I is love really that. Yeah. I'm good. All right. Yeah. I love hearing yeah. that. <laughs> the listeners are like, end it yeah, now. They've, they've stopped listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture a phone with like dangling at earbuds while it's playing. <laughs> like they can't even turn it off. They just threw it off their head. Uh, favorite high school? <laughs> I mean, I should I should say my my high school, the South Portland Red Riots. Um, if you want to know what a red riot is, it is a fireball with a flexing, muscly arm and a smiling face. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I the mascot. It was the mascot. It was, a, the mascot. It, was a, it was a fireball. It was oh, gotcha. a red riot. Um, wow. But I'm gonna go for actually the the high school in Hocus Pocus, uh, where they trap the witches and think they kill them because it's got that old school vibe, but like murdered some witches in it. So that's fun. Oh, that is an awesome answer. Yeah, great high school. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Salem Mass Sick. High School, whatever is that, that what was, it was called. I, I mean, it was in Salem. I mean, I'm yeah. Just, that, yeah, the high school in Hocus Pocus. <laughs> It'd be great if, like, the high school in Salem, their mascot wasn't a witch. It was something yeah, like, the, like the, the Salem Wildcats. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what? Yeah, dude, you're missing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to hide from that past. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Ready? Yeah. Favorite holiday. Arbor Day, <laughs> such a trolling answer. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I really love Christmas. Yeah, I think uh, I've always been obsessed with Halloween and love Halloween. But if I'm being completely honest, as I've gotten older, there's just more work to Halloween. Oh, and I spend all year <sighs> thinking of great costumes. Yeah, and then um, come September, Three, they're all gone. Yeah, they're off yeah. my phone. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, and then I don't know what to do. Yep. I panic. My poor girlfriend wants to do something and I'm not meeting her halfway because I'm devastated. I can't remember the things I'd thought of. And then we just don't do anything. It's just, that's what that was this last year. There's a pressure to do that. There's a pressure to also like be in the scary movie mindset, which I love scary movies. And I, I would literally like as a kid, I would, uh, AMC would do Monster Fest and I would like print out the schedule and like highlight what I wanted to watch. Like I was so about it. And now it's just like, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, Costumes, yeah. everybody's doing like like at least with Christmas, there's really no wrong way to do Christmas. Like Correct. you can you can go full on ugly sweater. Yeah. Or you can just show up and drink the eggnog. Right. And like I'm down for that. And I'm just like I I am the same way. Like yeah. I without any shame, mm-hmm. the second I put down like clear my plate from Thanksgiving. Yeah. Christmas music yes. is on. I am getting a tree the next yeah. fucking day. I'm getting a Douglas fir. Hell I'm going to rub my face yes. in it. Like I literally, I, I tell Victoria, I was like, I'm going to go rub my face in these trees. And she thought that I was being like hyperbolic or I'm just like, you know, yeah. I have a video of me like rubbing my face because then she's just like in the background like, oh my God. And I'm like, I want this one. And I'm like, no, 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 I want this one. It's just good. It's good feelings. Oh. It's, it's funny. This past year specifically, Halloween ended and I remember telling James like I'm ready to listen to Christmas music right now and I think because so much of the the previous year was like a dumpster fire of just right. like bad things happening yeah. not not personally to me but just like just in the in world, the world yeah, yeah. that bad juju bad vibes what comes with Christmas is this almost and it's not across the board but it's almost like this this truce feeling of everyone it's like yeah. 
everyone's maybe a little bit kinder to right. everyone. Well, hopefully, yeah. and if the guy who isn't being friendly to everyone, yeah. like guy who yells at you in, from his car, also has like a Rudolph nose on yes. his car, and you're yeah, like, exactly. All it's, right, man. We all know you're mad, we're, but I see you. Yeah, we're we're coming from this sort of like shared experience of of you know like listening to Nat King Cole yeah. sing the Christmas song and just like the twinkly lights, and it's uh, just it's nice. I'm finding more it. and more. Lo- I'm retreating into or looking for comfort i think because yeah. so much around me is you know high stakes crazy terrible world things that i'm i'm finding myself diving into like 90s movies because they feel yeah. familiar and sure, nostalgic sure, sure. so i think christmas like, like a safer that. time and like yeah, yeah, yeah for even sure. if it wasn't it's yeah. when we were growing up it felt like no, it there's so, like yeah. i just like moving apartments and i'm like taking all my dvds you know off shelves and i'm like DVDs. Why the fuck do I own DVDs? Yeah. Like, when am I gonna watch a DVD? <laughs> Except for my like Christmas movies. Yeah. Like, I am gonna put on Christmas Story mm. when I'm when I'm or Elf yeah. made, made is now in when I'm like putting the lights on the tree or yeah. Christmas Vacation is going on. Oh, like God. these movies have to be there. Yes. And then like John Denver and the Muppets is <gasps> yes. it. Like, yes. That is playing. Like. Or a calling bird, three French and two turtle doves. It's so good. So good. Uh, that Have specifically. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. That that tape. Yeah. Whenever my mom. <laughs> you do a really good run. You this is good. Game. Uh, John. <laughs> and John Denver has the voice of a fucking angel. John Denver is a legend. A fucking. There's one song where he's like. Forever more. And like belts so, up. And me and my brothers always joke as like the producer yeah. who's just like up late and he's like tired and then he does that note hits and he just like kind of wakes up and looks up and is like single tear. Yeah, goes and then he's face. like, yeah. honey, yeah. I- I'm going to be late tonight, but I just want to tell you, I love you. You and know that <laughs> sound you were looking for? <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> But yeah, John Denver and the Muppets is on. It's so good all the time. It's so I tie so many Christmas movies specifically to traditions around Christmas, where like every time we decorate the tree, we watch White Christmas. Yeah. Uh, every Christmas Eve, before we would go over to like Christmas Eve dinner, like during the day, we would watch Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Anytime my mom was making Christmas cookies, exclusively, the only thing that would be playing on the in cassette tape and then CD was. John Denver and the Muppets. The so there, it's it's sort of these like pieces of media that are tied to very like yeah. primal yeah. Uh, traditions. Yeah, uh, it's the only yeah. way that I can feel like a kid again. Yes, like yeah. literally be transported to that feeling of we're on our way to go cut down our own Christmas tree yeah. when Robin is singing "When the River Meets the Sea." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like. And if you believe in love, <laughs> oh. that will be more than enough. Like oh. It's just good feels. Like I literally it's will like just... turn, look at the speaker, yeah, and then when Kermit's finished singing, I'll literally out loud by myself be like, "Fuck," <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like God damn, dude, it's so good. You just are in my heart now. Yeah, swimming. Yeah, I so I so vibe with that. Yeah, dude, it's the best. Yeah. That's it. That was it. That's it. Damn. I know. Oh, my gosh. It was such a good one. This was really, really fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. So tell tell the listeners uh, about Bright Session, where they can find it, what's going on, anything that you can tell us about or anything else going on in your life that people can know about and support and love that you do because you're talented and good and fun. 
Well, the I think the FBI are outside after hearing the uh, murdering and right. finding the walls. Oh, it's so, all over. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So there's that. No. Uh, <laughs> well, the Netflix. Yeah. The Brigham Snow tapes. <laughs> Zach Efron will play a really hip version of me at some point. It'll be great. Um, I wonder if this scene will make it. <laughs> Y'all, this is when they found out. Definitely not. No. <laughs> um, no, I uh, okay. Bright uh, the bright sessions. We finished sort of the main arc of the show, but um, you can look for it on Twitter at uh, Bright Podcast. Sure. Um, we're doing our first uh, spinoff series. We're actually going into production tomorrow. Exciting uh, time. Recording. It's called the AM Archives. Uh, so that'll be coming out uh, this year. And. Cool. Um, yeah, I've got some projects. We just started a company to produce podcasts called Atypical Artists. So you can nice. check us out and see sort of like what we're coming out of. Um, and uh, Arcs is a new show that I've been playing. It's a D&D actual play podcast. Whoa. I've never played D&D before. Me neither. It is the coolest freaking thing ever. <laughs> I am having so much fun. So um, Sick. So that's kind of like stuff that's keeping me busy right now. But cool. um, yeah, you can find it all on the, the tweeters and the- yeah. Instas. We'll go check them out. But thanks, bud. Yeah, thanks for having fun, me. That's yeah. great. All right. Bye. Bye. So that was Brigand Snow. How fun is he? Answer me. You know how you can answer me? You can email me because I have an email. It's clay at yellow pod sessions. Email me. Tell me how much you liked Brigand. And then, as always, send in questions. I would love to ask your yellow pod questions to the next guest, whoever that may be. It's a mystery. Um, but yeah, for real, Brigan's the best. You can follow Brigan uh, on Twitter, Brigan Snow. That's B-R-I-G-G-O-N-S-N-O-W at Twitter. Um, he's on Instagram under at Brigan, B-R-I-G-G-O-N. So, uh, and of course, like I said, listen to Bright Sessions. It's really a unique, cool show. And then after you do that, listen to my show again and again and again and rate and review and share it. And that's it, you guys. See you next week. Bye.